0: premier 40 with a well blast of hot air for long-term care homes without air conditioning have a listen to this i'd like to get these owners that don't put air conditioning i'd like to stick them in the room for 24 hours at 30 degrees heat see how they like it or put their parents in there you know this is all about the dollars well we're going to change it we'll change it terrible these poor elderly people they can't they can't defend themselves that's our job and thank you for this You you just made a difference, by the way. So thank you. All right. Let's welcome in Marissa Lennox. She is with the Canadian Association of Retired Persons and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Marissa, good afternoon. Nice to have you back on.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: Okay, we were just talking with our chief meteorologist, Anthony Furnell, prior to the break regarding the heat wave that we're all enduring right now. Feels like 39 currently in Toronto. And this really does, Marissa, seem absurd. Why, once again, are the most vulnerable being ill-treated in long-term care?
1: Exactly. It's atrocious, you know, that these homes, that people are living in rooms without air conditioning. We've heard stories of families actually wanting to install portable air conditioning units in the rooms of their loved ones, and the home operators saying to them, well, the, you cannot do that because the electrical system in the building can't handle the load. We've heard stories of families actually pulling their loved ones from long-term care homes. This is even before COVID. Uh, this was last year or the year before because room temperatures were 30 degrees Celsius. So, you know, this goes beyond comfort. Older adults are at risk for heat stroke. You know, they're more susceptible to heat stroke because they may be more likely to have a chronic medical condition that may affect how their body responds to heat. People with asthma often experience flare-ups in extreme temperatures. Older adults are also more, more likely to take prescription medications that could impair the body's ability to regulate temperature. Dehydration often diminishes your body's ability to regulate temperature, also a Side effect of heat stroke. So, you know, there are very real concerns here. Heat stroke is no joke. Uh, it could lead to death. And so, you know, you, you talk about the meteor your meteorologist, for the last few weeks we've had fairly consistent 90 degree highs. And so you can imagine some of these homes would be unbearable to be in.
0: Yeah, and I understand from my reading, under the Long-Term Care Homes Act, if there's no central air conditioning in a facility, there has to be a designated cooling area. But the problem with that, of course, Marissa, as we all know, is you can't gather in groups right now due to COVID, so that does them absolutely no good.
1: That's right. And what does that even mean? Now, a lot of long-term care facilities have air-conditioned common rooms, um, so hallways, and, uh, uh you know, but the but, but bedrooms are not air conditioned and there's no requirement to do it. Um, and you're right. In In a pandemic, when people aren't allowed to congregate, how do you accommodate someone who needs to be placed into a cooling room because they're experiencing some sort of heat illness? On top of that, remember, you know, a lot of seniors haven't been allowed to leave their homes for months. They're now stuck in their rooms. Many homes are built with non-operating windows. In other words, they don't open. So do rooms have fans? You would hope so. But, you know, there. I've also seen some concerns around dispersing COVID droplets. And what about four-bedroom wards? So this really speaks to much needed upgrades in these homes, you know, and I and, and I really do believe, and, and this is part of our advocacy, that the government, you know, they ought to shore up some funding for long-term care home renewal projects, and that has to include HVAC, um, but not just HVAC, you know, floor and window replacements, building upgrades, additional bathrooms, reconfiguring four-bedroom wards. But but when you do that, I mean, it'll make the place safer for residents. But there also has to be a way to ensure that these operators are actually running their HVAC. Once, okay, so once the HVAC is installed, you need to make sure that the operator doesn't find some excuse to not turn it on.
0: Yeah, Is this another case, do you think, of long-term care not being properly inspected and regulated? Because I think you're absolutely right, and this speaks to a larger issue, and I think it's, um, I'll call it or deem it the culture of care. I mean, why would somebody not have sat back in March when the pandemic hit and said to themselves, listen, we're in this for the long haul. There's problems when residents can't leave their rooms. We're going to have to do something about air conditioning and proper ventilation come July and August. Instead, we're now hearing about it in the midst of a a pretty predictable heat wave. And I'm just wondering whether or not, I don't know, inspectors, do they go in, do they check room temperatures on hot days like today to make sure that everything is up to standard, up to code, and that these uh, buildings, these rooms are livable?
1: Well, remember, during the pandemic, home inspections were being conducted over the telephone. So how is an inspector actually supposed to detect the actual temperature in some of these rooms if they're not even on site and feeling it for themselves? Um, It is something that inspectors should be looking at, but there is no maximum temperature as written in the Act that a home cannot surpass. So if if a resident's room goes up to, you know, 30, 31 degrees Celsius, it's not as if a home operator has the authority to shut the home down. And even if you know they did want to take steps to fix that, you know the likelihood of a home actually getting shut down. Let's just say you know that there would have to be numerous reports, and they would exhaust all means possible before that actually happens. And it's a very rare occurrence because there are so many people on the wait list, and they need the beds. What would
0: uh, your group, the Canadian Association of Retired Persons, what would you like to see when it comes to this? Should air conditioning, should it be made mandatory for all long-term care homes?
1: No question, absolutely, it ought to be made mandatory. I'd like to see the government fund home renewal projects, including air conditioning units in all homes, and not just new homes moving forward, in existing homes. There needs to be a process by which you transition these homes to having an air conditioning unit, just as there was with sprinkler systems. Recall sprinkler systems weren't mandatory, and then um, when it became mandatory, And finally, there was a period of time when homes could transition. By January 1st, 2019, all homes, retirement and long-term care homes, were supposed to have sprinkler systems in Ontario. A no-brainer. Still, on that date, many homes did not. Dozens of homes across the province didn't. So there needs to be a process to not only ensure that these things are put into the homes, but to make sure homes are held accountable if they don't be put, if they're not put in. But We also need to be improving, you know, floor and window replacements, water and sewer line replacements. There needs to be building upgrades. We need additional bathrooms. We need to reconfigure four-bedroom wards. So we really need to think seriously about how we want these homes to look and look at some of these older models, the homes that were built in the 60s and 70s, and provide the much-needed upgrades to make them safe for residents.
0: Yeah, those are some great points. There seemingly is a long laundry list of things that uh, need upgraded and need done and done now, as this is just another item, uh, another news item that has come out when it comes to long-term care homes. It just makes a lot of us just sort of shake our heads wondering, how could that be? How is this happening? Marissa, thank you so much again for your time. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: You as well. There goes Marissa Lennox with the Canadian Association of Retired Persons.